Are we ready? Red numbers. Are we ready? Yes. So this is take two with the pointy microphone. Take two. The first one, maybe I can make it good enough that I, we can actually release it, but it was pretty low. I could hear it, but it was low. So I'm driving around today, and I'm listening to Surprise, Tom Petty Radio on the Sirius XM. Right. And uh, Mark Felsot, he's like the, like the he's, I think he's a reporter, but he's tied in with the Heartbreakers somehow, and he, he is an excellent DJ on there. But anyway, so he says that... Uh, you know, there are three Tom Petty solo records, right? And the one in the Hang middle. On. Hang on. I'm trying to think if I can think of them. Uh, oh, you want to think of them? Yeah, I know you know them. Well, of course. Because you're our resident, you're our, our Tom Petty scholar. But, uh, a bird. Um, is Wildflowers? No, Wildflowers. Yep. Wildflowers is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one about not, like shout at the not. No, no, you don't you could, know. No, okay. What are the other two? So the the first one he did was Full Moon Fever. Full Moon Not. Yeah. I was, oh, okay. I was, I was, I was Whatever. There. You said Not, not Moon. Well, I, I know was... the Moon's at night, but anyways. And then there was Wildflowers, and then the last one was a Highway Companion. Right. And Highway Companion, it, it received some critical review, and I was surprised. Even Felsot said that he was. Uh, it took a while for it to kind of grow on him, but it turns out that the whole it's the whole thing is Tom and Mike and that Jeff Lynn guy, the electric light orchestra guy, you know that you know that guy. Mm-hmm. It's just them three, and Tom plays the drums on the whole record. That's weird. Isn't that weird? I was like, huh? I didn't know that. So I was like, thank you, Mark Phil. So I appreciated that bit of juicy information there. That's kind of cool. That's what's so hilarious it, about it. It was just those three guys and Tom plays the drums. Isn't most of what Tom's like solo albums just Tom and other members of the Heartbreakers, just it's, not the full thing? It's always Tom and Mike, and it's usually somebody else. I'm not sure about the Wildflowers, but see, the, uh, the same guy, Jeff Lynn, he, he produced. He's a big. He's a produ- Apparently, he's like a music extraordinaire. He plays, he sings, and he's a producer. And I've heard on his producing style, he's pretty like precise and hardcore about it. And and uh, he was the producer on Full Moon Fever, and he was also a Traveling Wilberry and that whole deal. And he's the electric light orchestra and all that stuff. So there you are. That was my cool finding out about Tom Petty today. There's, there's just always something new to learn about oh, goes on legend and, Tom Petty. It just goes on and on. Wait until we get this. I'm excited about this uh, this upcoming Wildflowers thing. That's, it's Wildflowers Two, basically. They're calling it All the Rest. So, but this is a, this was his solo album, the one that was produced, right? And that what we just said? No. Yeah, these are all solos we're talking about. The three solo albums, but the last one I was just talking about was Highway Companion. Yes, I know that's, that. That's the one that has Down South and or uh, Turn This Car Around, and because after I heard that, I actually on the way here. From Frankfurt, I was listening to it. I was like, "Yeah, I got it. I got to listen to it because that's just so cool." So, it's a great record, and it is one of those that the more you listen to it, it grows on you, and you're just like, "Wow, how did I doubt this at first? You know? Well, because it's different, and right, yeah, it's not quite used to what you're used to hearing from Tom. That it takes a little used to get into, but 
getting that's not the way a little used to getting that's to. not the way you're that's our first that. t-shirt right there that just was, it takes a little used to getting to that was my first ryan lemon food farb or whatever <laughs> and there's the second <laughs> <laughs> so oh. if anybody listens to us we'll probably make more than one reference to our friends at kentucky sports radio oh we, won't, we won't be able to help it because i pretty much listen to them every day and brian listens to them a lot so I, i've in fact i've been thinking that we should see about maybe for the first month we're actually putting out season episodes when we stop putting out these little weird test episodes we should advertise on the KSR podcast like not on the radio on but the on podcast. the actual podcast I wonder what that would cause I, that's what I wonder I wonder if I wonder if their podcast ads are managed by them or by iHeart I don't know but from what I understand like anything you want to do business with KSR you have to talk to Maria Okay. I'm not sure who she is really, but I've heard them say Maria, but she's the one that handles Matt's, because you know, KSR is Matt's company, so she handles the business end of it for him. He's apparently about to become a chicken magnate too. Is he still talking about that, by the way? What was he saying? That he wants to go. Uh, he wants no, he didn't to, talk about it. So one of the big crises here in Lexington as we record this weird little test thing is that uh, the Save-A-Lot on Southland Drive is about to close, and... It, that's you know their 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 allegedly cheap merchandise is, is one thing that's breaking hearts. But what's really making people sad is that their deli and their famous chicken recipe is going away. <laughs> right. Apparently, this we're not Lexingtonians, so but apparently this this uh, this uh, restaurant or this recipe is tied to a previous restaurant. Well, it goes all the way. They've had this. Uh, what do you call the little restaurant in there? The deli. The deli, I, yeah, yeah, whatever. They've had this little spot in the store since it was Sloan's back in the 90s, and it's been like a local, a the, local kind chicken of restaurant legend is, here in town, yeah. And I've never had it. You ever had it? I, I, I think Lori got it one day and got me, gave me some. Like the, oh, okay. Lori is, our, our friend Lori is the only reason I ever go to save a lot. But. Ah, well, and she loves chicken. Seriously. No, no, I'm well, not. so do I. Lori says it. She brags about how much she loves chicken. That's all she I wish I could do. fry chicken. That, that's one of the great things. You don't know how to fry chicken? Not, 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 I can't get the breading to stick. I can just about now not cook it so hot that it's burnt on the outside that, and raw on the inside. I can do that, but I can't, I can, make, uh, this, I can't make the breading stick really? for real I can fried do the, chicken. I, Kathy showed me how to do the breading and all that, how to make it stick, but I can't ever get the temperatures right. Like I, I guess. So if we put her, put it together, we can make well, fried the chicken. Oil stuff messes with me. I, it's like it's like you said, it gets too burnt on the outside, and then you got raw chicken, and that's never good. And yeah, it well, it always feels like it's take like you're burning it. If if you feel like if you're feeling nervous that you've burned your chicken, it's probably it's right. Probably okay. You're probably doing okay. And my son, he was like, he was like three years old. And, uh, you know, for a while, Kathy worked second shift, so I was making dinner most nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started doing more stuff like I was frying chicken, and I did the pork, you know, you can do pork chops basically the same way. You bread them, mm-hmm. fry them, and I got the oil way off, and the next thing you know, the house is all smoked up, and the fire alarm, beep, 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 <laughs> you know, and Isaiah's kind of freaking out. And, it's like, come on, son, let's yeah, go to McDonald's. Yeah, so it was just funny. No, we ate the pork chops. They turned out good. You said you had to scrape out the burnt part. <laughs> Just scrape off the burnt <laughs> bits, and it's excellent. But uh, yeah, she showed me how to do the the breading and how to make it stick with the egg and stuff, and it, it works. Yeah, I was 
Mom had a technique that I could never learn. Like she, she tried to show me a couple times, but it was like friggin' magic. It was like Wingardium Leviosa. There's chicken. Like, what? It is the best fried chicken you ever had. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, Especially I don't know if I ever had your mom's fried chicken. I'm sure you did. I might have. I'll tell you who to avoid. Like what's funny is my mother had the greatest fried chicken in the world, but my grandmother. Like my mother cooked like my grandmother in most every way except for fried chicken. Yeah, Sadie. Sadie, yeah. His her mother, yes. Yeah, she yeah, and know, she, she cooked like her mother, except for in the realm of, of chicken. When my grandmother tried to make fried what she called fried chicken, like it was it had been pre boiled and like oh, no. the breading was just sort of like a, a soupy it's almost like stuffing just sort of laying on the meat. Did they all tell her it was good? I so it seemed like one of your aunts would have been like, yeah, Mom, this is... <laughs> this is awful. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, at least I think Betty would at least tell her, or Audrey. No, I was just kidding, but it just, that seems weird that an old lady from back in the end couldn't do fried could, chicken. Well, it, maybe she could and she chose not to. I don't know, but in my know, lifetime, I, she never made good huh. chicken. That was the one thing that she was like, come on over, I made chicken. I'm like, and dumplings? Because that was good. Right. But let's not have regular... But she can do everything else, I'm sure. Oh, everything. And yeah. then some. And, and just like mom, if you show up at 10 o'clock at night, she'd be like, well, you look hungry. And 15 minutes later, there's like 80 things on the counter. Like, you know, how did those, this woman do that? Those ladies are few and far between now. Yeah. They really are. Because, you know, I had a... My Aunt 80 was like that. Uh, Stopped there when I was a kid, and, and she'd be like, y'all hungry? You know, the whole thing, y'all hungry? I could probably eat a little bit. Next thing you know, you got like a whole yeah, like, table full. I got, got some got, leftover chicken and some pork chops oh, no, no, from last night. No, no, this was like most of the time, the one I remember was breakfast. You'd have, next thing you know, oh, you got biscuits and biscuits gravy, and gravy and bacon and, and, bacon and, and sausage and red-eye gravy. And it's just fried apples. Fried, oh, the fried apples. Oh, there's a thing that that's, needs to get out of the mountains. Somebody, well, that's the biggest, one of the best things my mom learned from the mountains. You can do the fried apples. And I eat them probably every time. Well, obviously when I go home, but I, I love it when she makes the fried apples. All right, so we're going to see what we sound like. Yeah, we probably sound like two hillbilly middle-aged men. <laughs>